0: live from los angeles california after buzz tv and america's voice this is the trump report you ever have that feeling that you've been somewhere before and then you're there again i think it's called deja vu and welcome to the deja vu trump report (laughs) I'm Christian Black. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And joining us for the first time ever, hopefully the first of many appearances that he makes here in the Trump Report, Michael Klaus, contributor to the Tomorrow Show with Kevin O'Doharo, and host of I Could Never Be dot dot dot. Michael Klaus, thank can, you very who much. Who can be found right? online at the only MC at the only MC <laughs> See, on
1: Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and the show I could never be is on Apple Podcasts. It's on the Popcorn Talk. We do it just a few studios down. It's great.
0: I didn't even realize it was Popcorn Talk.
1: So yeah, it's great though. Pop culture mm-hmm. and movies on Popcorn Talk. And you now you officially
0: cannot do an episode called I Could Never Be on the Trump Report because now you're on the Trump Report. Because ugh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So well, you, you gotta that scr- was your plan for next Scratch. week. Yeah, that's new plan done. for Monday. Let's let me call. Thought, <laughs> scrap those plans. Yeah, I need you. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a real brotastic evening mm-hmm. here because then on the other end of the desk, the one and only Scott Moore yes. at S Man eighty. Welcome, gentlemen. So you know we'll get down to some real manly man talk. <laughs> that's seriously that's what's going to be the big difference. Uh, and uh, you know there's a lot of places where we can start, but since we are so manly, let's talk about some sort of. Late breaking news today, which is uh, President Trump saying that he'd like to have a military parade. You know, I, I don't like to be someone that, you know, really says Russia, Russia, Russia and link things back to Russia all the time, you know, and the interference and oh, Russia and Putin. But where have I seen those kind of military parades before? Mm-hmm. OK, China. Sure. Um, Oh, oh, I know Russia, but um, and look, I mean, I, I guess it's you know. Don't forget North Korea,
2: though. Yeah, that's they true. love to do. do a, they do love to do a military there. parade there. So uh,
0: I'll start with you, Michael. <laughs> so you hear that? Um, let's let's try and see the glasses half full. What would be positive of having a, uh, well, the, a military parade? The
1: bonding time of bringing everyone together. It's like an, I'm sure he also saw the one go that you know Philadelphia. Is planning. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl, and all yeah, of, it brings everyone together. I mean, even the night of the Super Bowl, look at how much fun everyone was having in the streets. People together. had so much fun mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> the streets it, were it, packed. Yeah, I mean,
0: it was uh, it was standing room only. You know, <laughs> you had to bring your own trash can to throw through a plate glass yeah. window. Uh, yeah. So, uh, are you hoping for that kind of uh, I, pomp and circumstance? I
1: think so. And if we have that, he might actually be able to say he has the biggest crowd. ...at a military parade. Oh,
0: now see, that's Mm -hmm. true. So, of course, you know, if he invites the Eagles, they won't necessarily Uh, all come, so that might be a problem. Uh, Scott, what are are your thoughts when you read this? This was actually... uh, I saw your text about it before I even actually saw the headline. So That's uh, how breaking it was. That was such breaking news. You broke the news to me. Uh, Give us your thoughts about that, as to why why he, as in President Trump, yeah. thinks it's a good idea.
2: Well, I mean maybe he wants to have a bigger parade than North Korea, you know, mm-hmm. like the bigger button than uh but I also think it's great. Hey, why don't we show off the twenty eighteen versions of the tanks, all the you know, <laughs> fighter jets that they can carry out and show what our tax dollars are going for. So it'd be great. Like let's let's show those uh billion dollars See, pieces of equipment. My
0: concern about this is is a lot different for a, than, for a ride. than some of the buzz, the chatter that I've seen, which is so you're going to put all of our military vehicles out there, and so we to just take a couple of drones overhead. Like, all right, let's get a picture of a couple of those. All right, <laughs> we'll draw up some schematics, and you know, I think it's just it's like announcing what your what your troop deployments are going to be. You know, it's like, okay, so we're we're going to be in Fallujah on Thursday. <laughs> <It's> like, okay, <laughs> At ten so a.m. We, yeah, we've got we've got twelve of these you know plate class uh, armored SUVs. Uh, so uh, you know, just twelve though, because just... obviously if we had fifteen, they would have all been in the parade. Um, I find it, I find it surprising that, uh, it it took this long for him to try and get some perestroika, you know, just to bring it back up. Now, do
1: we think this is included in the Defense Department budget already, or are we adding on top of this now... No, I think
0: that this is kind of the the like the party planning committee. Yes, budget. exactly. Okay, I was say, it's, okay. Kind of it's a different budget. budget. Yes. Yeah, it's it, okay. Yeah, yeah it, you know, it, it's like it goes along with you know any kind of other events like like the Easter egg roll. Right. Although you know yeah. what, maybe this means no Easter egg <laughs> no. roll. You know, yeah. and if you want to make it sort of military themed, the Easter egg roll could be a hand grenade roll. Look, right. I'm just just yeah. spitballing right now. Just throwing just trying out ideas. It. And for uh, those of you yeah. watching live on YouTube right now, uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us in the chat. Let us know what you think. What sort of uh, events should there be at the military parade? Uh, let us know. And if you're watching this after the fact, you can tweet us at TrumpReportABTV. In any case, I've—look, I, I've, I, look, I uh, Michael, this is the first time you're here. <laughs> Scott's heard me say this many times. <laughs> I, I can't be surprised anymore no, at the no. things that come out of this president— And just a week removed from a uh, State of the Union address that... Well, as I said last week, uh, you know, the first hour was uh, was was hard for for most people to dispute. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few people on the panel that had no problem, but in general, you know, <laughs> it find was, a way no it matter was what. fairly mm-hmm. well received. I you know, the 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 polling is what the polling is, but I saw a poll that had a 63% at mm-hmm. least, you know, favorable or good rating. I like that it's not just good, it's <laughs> favorable. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Which, yeah. you know, when you think when yeah. I think back to myself as a student, especially, you know, in high school, I, I, it was fairly I wasn't a good student, but it's favorable. No. Yeah. You know, I tried. I was relatively likable. Did your teachers like you? Okay, for right. the most part. Yeah, I think that they did. So yeah, I was a favorable student, and he had a favorable reaction to that. And he, it's just you know, and then and we'll talk about the memos in a moment. It's just there's there's always he just can't stay out of it for very long, <laughs> you know. And it's it's all it's all his own device. It's all his own making, um, but. I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that we heard this. Um, but the real question is, who's going to the military parade? Michael, you going?
1: I, uh, I'm i just waiting. They haven't uh, released the dates yet, obviously. No. I have Southwest on hold.
2: Yeah, that's good. Fourth oh, of yeah. July. To go. If you're going to think, think Fourth of July. Maybe his birthday. I don't yeah. know. Ooh, birthday very would be true. Good. Very true. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, these are... June, look, these June are... 16th. So sometime in the summer. I'm sorry. You know Donald you Trump's know birthday? His birthday? <laughs> I know um uh, should, the, should there be a restraining this. order against
1: you? Is it June sixteenth? Nineteen
2: forty six.
0: Is he gonna um, be, wait, so he's gonna be seventy two. Wow. I I'm you know, this could be the whole show right here. Like who else's birthday do
2: you know? I know pretty much all the presidents, so
0: Okay, all the presidents. Like, likeable or not, not just all right, this Garfield.
2: eighteen eighty one was when he was president. It was when he's president. Well yeah, well, but, yeah, but you know i are looking for the birthday.
0: Chester oh. A. Arthur <laughs>
2: 1881, 1885.
0: Okay, let's go a little easier. <laughs> How about the Gipper? When was the, what's the Gipper's birthday? Today. Yeah, that's why I asked you. <laughs> uh, trick question. 107. Greg, where's my birthday? <laughs> Next week, Thursday. Oh, that was, this Thursday. That was oh. the 15th. No, oh, no, it's the 8th. no, no. That's right. Oh, okay. Well, I was a week off. All right, but, but you're not uh, a president though, yet. Yeah, give me give me time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, there's our little uh, run on birthdays, uh, but. Uh since I brought it up let's move it along to the memo and uh Scott I feel like the memo's been burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> There've been so many days since we did our last show I where know. we if we had done this show a few days earlier, we would have done the whole show on the memo. We would have. Uh and now there's uh plural memos. So mm-hmm. memos. Give us your thoughts first about the release of the memo and then the contents of the memo itself. And we'll let you start, Scott.
2: Well, I mean the the release of the memo was obviously politically driven um, since it was uh, crafted by Devin Nunes's staff and it was down to four pages and that was going to make it look as much that the FBI uh, was trying to you know surveil um, in a way that wasn't appropriate to make the FBI look bad and and therefore I think they were hoping that would make the entire investigation look bad is I believe what their point was although once it came out it didn't look like it had as much meet in there to really make a big difference. And so a lot of Republicans that were sort of in support of it kind of pushed back a little bit more and said, no, no, no we're all about the Mueller investigation. This is about, you know, a totally separate thing. Um, but it was really much ado about nothing, in my opinion, when it was all said and done.
0: Now, if you could sort of borrow, I was gonna say put on a different hat, if you could borrow a Make America Great Again hat mm-hmm. for a second. Now, <laughs> what what do you see that could have sort of Trump and, and the base excited about the fact that this memo did come out, that, you know, basically all the all the right people didn't want it released, so that's why they wanted to see it? Right. No, of course.
2: Um, and I think if you are the base and you are a hardcore Trump fan through and through, you're going to feel like this vindicates Trump's thought that, you know, these, these high-ranking FBI officials were tainted by Democratic— you know allegiances, uh, Democratic Party allegiances. That is, Democratic is a whole separate thing. That Trump... De- you're talking about
0: Democratic, <laughs> capital D. Yes. 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 yes.
2: And so for them, they're thinking this is this is great. Like this is proving the point that you know they're justifiable that this whole uh, investigation towards Trump is a witch hunt, and um, you can see it right here on paper. But you know, again, this is like the Cliff's Notes version of things that were going on. That was done with a partisan. Look at it through staff that works for, you know, uh, Devin Nunes. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. But the the big thing, which we'll talk about, is going to be, is Trump going to allow the Democratic memo to be released? Yes. And, and so then we'll see, you know, if he, if he does that, then we could be like, okay, well, at least we're seeing both sides.
0: Right, and we will get to the Democratic memo, but uh, first, uh, Michael, so, Dion, you know, there was all this buzz about the yeah. memo, and, you know, you hear about it off in the distance, you see that it's yeah. trending on Twitter, and you figure, like, wow, so many people are talking about this, this thing's going to be
1: great. It's mm-hmm. going to be very, some amazing details yeah. in there, it's going to just blow the lid off everything, Watergate right. number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's
0: like, it's like hey. oh, hey, there's an eighth Harry Potter book, you want to read it? Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. So uh He had his popcorn ready from the popcorn. I
1: had he was ready everything <laughs> he ready was ready ready to go. with that popcorn. And it you know, my thought was and it, I've thought this before when you know big things are gonna come out and then they're reveal that there will and this is with this is a lot of things. There will never be another Watergate because there's too many chances now to beat information coming out, and when information comes out you have enough people on both sides getting their story out mm-hmm. that it will never be a big story. There yeah. will never be something that's right. like, oh my goodness, how did we not know about this? This is 0 to 100. In the case of the memo, it was 0 to 10, 10 to 20. P- certain people are getting this. More information is getting leaked. So I was trying to control myself of like what I was expecting. I was expecting more. Yeah. Right. I think it's it's still a fair amount of information that's come out and talking like, you know, the big thing lately is like, what what charges are they even looking to pursue against or could they pursue against Trump like what what are you looking into him for based on all of this stuff like what is the crime right and so i think that is again more of this is kind of building that puzzle but as far as the puzzle being complete no we're nowhere near no um, it's more right?
0: it's, it's more of like okay so we bought a bunch of puzzles down yeah. down at the toy store and We haven't put them together yet, but we have, like, boxes and boxes of puzzles. And maybe sometimes we take (laughs) some puzzles from this set Mm -hmm. and we try and cram them into this other one, and so far nothing fits together. No. But it's just sort of the idea that, yeah, we we do want to put together some puzzles. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. so I
1: just – I think some great information came out. I'll be very interested to see what the Democratic one of how actual – polar are they each so polarizing? Uh, No, this is what was said, but no, literally the opposite was said. You know, compare and contrast the right. two. But I think there was uh, some decent information about how d- people went and pushed a document in the Dozier, uh, the dossier, excuse me, uh, that was unverified. And that was, you know, according to this Republican memo, uh, a significant part of how the court decision was made. Yes, right. not
0: Brian Dozier, Minnesota. Yes, yeah, 30 yeah, 30, yeah. But that was close. Yeah. Uh, so my thinking is this. That the Democratic memo actually doesn't have anything that interesting in it, but then Trump's going to decide not to release it. Mm-hmm. So then everybody thinks like, oh, my God, what's in there? And he's like, yeah. believe me, uh, this is for the good of the country. It's two and a half times or, as long. Yeah. Ten yes, pages it's, versus it's, four. Right.
2: It's all these rebuttals. Or, or he's just going to say they're all full of lies yeah. and there's no reason that that needs to come out. Um, that, that's what's going to be interesting to see if he actually allows that to come out.
0: Do do you uh, have a theory, Scott, as to what might actually be in it? Uh, you know, is it going to just be procedural? I think it's going to be I kind think of dry. It's exactly what you're it's saying. My, it's yeah, going to yeah.
2: be dry, and it's going to be rebuttals, and basically going point by point to each of the things that was in this memo, and basically saying the opposite, mm-hmm. more or less, or why it's incorrect, and this is what really happened. Um, you know, and and but the thing that going back to that though is the with the FISA court, you have to go through so many hoops to be able to have it approved. And the fact was, it was renewed after this time period as well, uh, several times, I believe. So it, it's not like, even if it was the basis for it, there was obviously enough there to keep the warrants going um, several times. So that's something that's sort of left out, because this is you know, basically a snapshot of a very specific period of time, which again is why it's hard, because you're not seeing the whole picture, and it's also... We're never going to, as the American public, going to see the whole picture anyways because it's also classified for the most part, and this was the the little bit they were able to let out. I just don't know why the – I guess why the alarm from the FBI, uh, because it didn't seem like there was anything in there that was that juicy or that much that was going to put public safety at risk. or be, It didn't feel like it was that much, and it felt kind of odd that they were so uncomfortable about it being released in the first
1: place. Are you are you grouping in with that of the FBI in addition to Democratic lawmakers who kind of said the same thing? Well, that I could see is more of a partisan thing.
2: But mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised by the FBI's uh, reaction of being so concerned about it going out. Um, because once it came out, I was like, there really isn't anything there yeah. that felt that was that top yeah. secret. Uh, of, I, I don't think it was appropriate because it probably shouldn't have ever come out to begin with. But the overall alarm about it seemed a little surprising to me from the fbi i've just been like this is this is terrible this should never come out um i get where they're coming from but it, it 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 lends itself to making it seem like there is something there um to hide and that's why they were so uncomfortable about it when you look at it you're like okay well there's not that much there that felt that secretive or was gonna really damage national security or anything like that um i didn't go into super detail about how things are done and Why and how they go about with these warrants and what they were doing exactly with the eavesdropping and the surveilling and and stuff of that nature. So I don't know. It was it was interesting. Um, Felt like something that you'd seen a movie that you would never imagine would be in real life. You know, like a, a spy thriller. Yeah. But overall, it really wasn't that interesting as far as the actual material in there. My
0: it's more like a like a twelve hundred page spy thriller, and this is yeah. like the, the first <laughs> hundred the... pages where they're like just describing what the buttons look like on his jacket, and you know, you're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. is this does this pick up at any point, uh, Michael? Uh, so let me ask about you're uh, you're a your good Midwestern boy, Wisconsin, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So let me ask about uh, the folks back home, and also the uh, the people that you uh, visit with on Sundays at church. What <laughs> sort of things? Because this is a different, you know, it's a different. Background than the people we tend to get on this panel, yeah. you know, Hollywood insiders, show business moguls, you know, yes, me and me, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Look, I'm, I'm right here, you know, I'm, I'm the host of the Black Cast. All right, yeah, that's right, I'm that guy. Uh, do you feel that in general? Most Americans are really wrapped up in this Russia thing and they feel like, oh, this is a really big deal. Uh, This is the, you know, the crux of our democracy rests on this thing getting investigated and blown wide open.
1: I think, you know, maybe it was to start more than what it is now, especially considering it's gone on for a year and it's been like, what have we got? What people want to see stuff? I mean, especially in today's society of social media, they want to see the new thing every single day. And looking at the whole Russia, I don't want to say scandal or situation maybe is the best way to put it. Because, I, again, who knows what is actually going on? And, yeah, and there's, what, there's a lot of theories.
0: There are a things lot that of people theories. feel very deeply. Some so, people at this panel uh, feel like it's impeachment. Yeah. It's grounds for impeachment. Yeah. I'm not going to put anything. Certain there. people. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: in the room of three certain <laughs> yes. people. Somebody. Look, I'm not it, somebody. I might be the couch. It's, you know, give me the couch. I think people are, are over it to a certain extent. Because there hasn't been stuff that come out. And even the charges that they've filed against people are charges of just lying to the FBI about a one out of ten thing. Like, it's not anything that's like, oh my goodness, bombshell that has come out. The biggest bombshell that came out was from ABC's Brian Ross that, a couple days later, got him suspended for a month. Right, and that sort of goes back to what
0: you're saying, how hard it is to try and do Watergate. Because everybody rushes. I mean, you know, think about, you know, it basically cost Dan Rather. Is, it, Russia is, exactly. Is, yes. okay. uh, the, but, you know, basically caused, I mentioned this not long ago on the show, uh, it cost Dan Rather his career, how
1: quickly mm-hmm. they went with the memo about President Bush, right. you know. Uh, and and it, the incidences like that, you know, obviously for Republicans are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone is still like, ooh. Yeah. Like, it doesn't help. Look, I, yeah, and I feel like
0: there are plenty of legitimate newsmen and women out there that Absolutely. want to get to the story. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes their outlet, whether it be print, TV, whatever, wants a little bit more out of them than they're willing to. It's like, yeah, can you can you juice this up a little bit? Could it possibly be that this is that this is? That? So uh, yeah, I think. To your point, though, people are kind of tired of hearing about Russia with no yeah. results. Yeah. If every day give, give there was something, something amazing, then people would be really into Russia. And mm. those are the tactics that I would use if the Russia, the story, the scandal—you know—the the worst case scenario—if it was true, this is how I would get people to get off the case. Just make them so bored with it <laughs> that they just don't give a damn anymore. You know, and I think that you know, there's there's always a part of me that thinks like. You know, Trump's like this this genius puppet master, and you know he often knows what he's doing, even when it seems like he doesn't. You know, yeah. the you know the heat's on him. Well, now the now we're going to talk about NFL players kneeling. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, every week that something big's about to happen, he finds something new. You know, so uh, I I feel like it's entirely possible, uh, Scott. Do you feel like people are starting? Is there a little bit of Russia fatigue, or is it uh, is that not the case in the the circles you run in? You know, the, the shoulders you rub here in in Tinseltown. Being
2: a, a Hollywood mogul, mm-hmm. I would say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say that um, it's still a big big story. But Michael brings up a good point because basically, when you're talking about the Watergate time period, you only have three network channels mm-hmm. that gave you the news, so everyone's basically hearing the same news. You read your local newspaper um you don't have the the type of uh basically digital media anything that you want that basically caters to what you want to hear about and the way you want to hear about it so that's why it's a lot easier for a segment a population there's a a majority of people out there who aren't even paying attention to it because Mm -hmm. they don't have to they can go watch whatever shows they want uh from their phone from their laptop they don't have to listen to any kind of news they can listen to news that you know, goes in a conservative bent, a liberal
0: bent, no politics at all. They can listen to they can listen to TMZ. They're on it, TV for so, an hour a right. day. So I mean, yep. there's
2: a lot of things that you can now do and have no clue about day to day stuff. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but but you have that choice of being able to do that. So for a lot of the everyday Americans, you know, I'm from Florida originally, another big swing state. But for a lot of mm-hmm. you know, my friends and family back home, it's not an everyday occurrence. And then, but the second point would be that we don't know what Mueller's doing, and that's the point. Like he's working with his team, and they're not leaking out things every day because they're being methodical about what they're doing. So we have no idea. Nobody knows except that group of what actually is going on and what they found and what direction this investigation has taken. So therefore, because it's sort of behind the scenes and quiet right now, it's very easy for people to kind of lose interest because it's not brought out every day because we have no idea what they're doing and what they're finding at this point. And we don't know how long it's going to take for them to come to a resolution as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I always think back to the best example for me of us just not knowing what there is going on until we need to. And that was, I believe it was 2011, President Obama, the uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner. Mm -hmm. He killed that night. He was so funny, making fun of Donald Trump in the audience, (laughs) among other things. And just as joke, you know, my my boss at the time, Dennis Miller, the comedian, he was like – He's like he he was not an Obama fan, but he's like, but that it was like pro-style jokes is what he actually said. Meanwhile, while he's killing it. Killing Comedy, he's got Seal Team 6 killing Osama Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. And you find out, you're like, wait, it's like exactly when he was on, it's like, wow, now that's a stone-cold killer right there. Yeah, that was good. And yeah. that's a perfect example of like, yeah, we don't know what's going right, on. We no and Michael, uh, Scott is always talking about how it's it's a long drawn-out process for Mueller and the investigation uh, and that it takes time. And uh, Watergate itself took a long time. Right. So that's why Scott's not, he's not qualifying <laughs> himself to say that the There'll be an impeachment in 2018, wow. but, Ooh, but okay. by 2019 <laughs> but it's possible. Yes, it's going to depend on the makeup of uh, of the House and the Senate. Uh, you know, a year from now. Yeah. Well,
1: wouldn't you? Be, you should be pushing for an impeachment later on as it gets closer to of 2020, course, right? You want the
0: vote, you wouldn't get uh, the votes now. And if then you been la- in
1: 2017, what would that have been? Right. Right.
2: Yeah. Then you have you a, a president basically has a full term there under his belt. Yeah. and can run for election Where the further along you get, the the more of a chance of that that person who's taking over would you, be a you, lame
0: duck and and do you suspect that person would be mike pence I, you think I, his I, fingers prints are dirty too because i don't i don't think mother would let him, mother meet with, would not, mother let him. Would not let him meet with russians no, no. He's no especially he wouldn't Russian he, he women russian the room room alone would, yeah i mean have you seen some russian women out there yeah. i mean <laughs> i i wouldn't let i wouldn't yeah that. mother mike would pence not man. let that happen so i agree so uh, yeah and i think uh i don't i find it i find it all interesting but you know it it's like it's like the sort of the the news junkie political nerd in you is like oh there's Forest. all this stuff but for most people no. it's like I don't, yeah. th- I don't have time for that no so if you trump know. would
2: do himself a favor by not bringing it up regularly if he didn't bring it up it would make <laughs> people even lo- no it's true though if he did not bring it up and tweet about it people would be even more likely to kind of forget about it and be kind of back of mind but the fact that he always tends to bring it up like you're saying earlier he can't help himself he brings it up and it puts it back kind of in the forefront again because most people are not paying attention, and the less you bring it up, the better. And that's basically uh, sort of what Steve Bannon had said when, you know, obviously they're not friends anymore, but it was basically like the whole thing when... When, when when Steve when, Bannon
0: back when he had a job? But, yeah.
2: yeah. It was basically he wanted, and, and that was in Fire and Fury, so again, taken with a grain of salt, but he had basically said that he wanted um, them to kind of be the same tactics that the Clintons did in the 90s when, you know, the whole Lewinsky and the impeachment thing was going on where they basically talked about all the good stuff going on and they never talked about the impeachment or proceedings or anything else going on Mm -hmm. at the trial. They just talked about everything else and and it worked for him. And that's why he was able to basically keep his job and keep those high approval numbers when he left office in 2000.
0: You know, when you think of the uh, social climate of of today, you you have have hashtag Time's Up, you have the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Imagine if poor Bill Clinton was president now. (laughs) How that would go for him, you know. Ooh. Good, good thing that you can, you know, get up to some shenanigans in the Oval Office yeah. back in the '90s. When, you know, Michael, you, you're far too young to know. I mean, <laughs> they say if you can remember the '90s, then yeah. you really didn't live it.
1: And <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. You're if, making, you're confusing the viewers who are going to think that I was a <laughs> '90s child.
0: No, but you, I, I don't think that you remember the '90s all that well. You know, maybe, maybe mm. like '99. You know?
1: <laughs> but by
0: by that point, you know, I wasn't four. What year were you born?
1: 89. Yeah. So okay, I, guess so I yeah.
0: made the cut. All right. You did. You did make barely. the cut. But yeah, just barely. And that just makes me feel old because I'm about to be 42 on uh, Thursday. <laughs> but uh, that's all right. Um, speaking of things that the president isn't talking about, the stock market. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, there's a few theories on this. Uh, the Him not talking about it, there's really no need to have a theory. It's just like, oh, that's not going well. I'm going to talk about the other things. It's great. Uh, one thought. Is that he, the president's, uh, tax breaks have started to backfire, and uh, the, these are some uh, repercussions there. That's for people much smarter than me. People that subscribe to the Economist. Although mm-hmm. honestly, I own, the only people I know that subscribe to the Economist has like a, they have a stack of them on a coffee table, <laughs> and if you were to open it, it like creaks because you're like yeah. they've never opened it. They're just <laughs> well,
1: trying to look smart, right. but they're, they're worth more in pristine. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you, you bag and yes. board them like Obviously, issues are fantastic, yes, of Fantastic Four. Course. That's what National I National Geographic. Yeah, yeah right, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: But um, and. I, uh, I'll uh, I'll start with you, Scott. Your thoughts on what's going on with the market? And you know, look, I'm not trying to say you have a business degree, right. so just sort Before of you know, thing from, yeah, from somebody who just who just
2: follows the news. I casually you know have stocks, but <laughs> uh, uh, that's about yeah. it. That I would just yeah, ignore. I, uh, yeah, that's the one thing. Um, and then cry when I see how they there, there's did the past there's week. two yeah. things I
0: don't have. One, stocks. Two, because (laughs) I don't have money. So I would love to have stocks. As a Hollywood mogul, I would say that's why I had, you know, some in there. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, most of your your liquid assets are, you know, I mean, there's there's the villa in in Italy, you know, I mean, you just have houses all around. So anyway, go ahead. And you
1: can't say the last two days, because today was a good day for you. Well, two days prior okay um, it's yeah there there was today,
0: a, of, a little a little bounce today, back today well half. today is they the, got half of it back let me put now, it this today. way the people that i know who do have money yeah. uh made a killing on the bad days because they're like <laughs> oh i'm buying all this stuff. yeah and there are people who are actually disappointed yeah. Yeah. that it started to turn around because they were hoping to buy some alphabet stock which yes. is google yeah and they're just like oh man i gotta get in on that and then it's it just it didn't, <laughs> and you still can't afford still it still can't afford <laughs> nope. it yeah exactly
2: I, I mean look i i actually got into a a mini Twitter fight, and I'm sure a lot of it with was Mitch whisper. McConnell. <laughs> no, I wish oh, be with great. some bots uh, because I couldn't help myself on Friday when the first one tanked. Because my point was, and they said, you know, I'm a hater, and uh, but they had like 11 followers, so but I, you know, that I hated American capitalism. But I was basically saying the problem was former presidents did not. Talk about the stock market going up and down. It's Stock market's like the weather, you know, when you're looking at day-to-day. And it's not the overall climate of the economy. It's the day-to-day picture. And that's why presidents usually don't respond, because what goes up is inevitably going to go down. And if you're crowing about how amazing the stock market's doing under your watch, then it's only fair that I said that he should also be taking credit when it drops. And even though it wasn't the biggest percentage drop yesterday, it was the biggest point drop in history. And, um, you could say on the positive side, the tax cuts are, you know, in, in his, in in the Republicans defense, you could say the reason why the market was correcting was for one, it has been way inflated for a long time Mm -hmm. and it has been. And so this is a way of correcting it. But you could also say the tax cuts helped bring that down a little bit because the, the issue that some people were saying was happening was the fact that now there was a little bit more money there that, uh, There was now going to be higher inflation, which then was going to add more cost to everyday things, which was going to kind of put a little tightness on the making more money. Um, But overall, it was based on sort of good stuff and the fact that they're claiming the tax cuts were good, but now they're accelerating people's wages a little bit too fast, and it's going to make inflation rise. You could say that if you want to uh, be positive towards the tax cuts. But I say it's just more of a correction in in general because it has been inflated for a long time. Mm
0: So things were going a little too well, a little too life. fast
2: for yeah. basically where everything is. It was a little overinflated, and this was just going back over the past uh, you know year in general. So it's sort of a way of just kind of catching its breath. I don't think it's a long term thing, but you know we've been in the largest expansion that we've really ever had. So it is a little. You do get a little nervous thinking it's been nine years now. How much longer can this possibly last? But hopefully he's learned his lesson now. I I doubt he has. But maybe he won't comment anymore on these big uh, increases in the stock market because, again, it makes him look foolish when you have big drops like you did yesterday. But
0: does it only make him look foolish if he admits that it went down? Because now it went down, so it has that much further to go back up. Right. So the next time, it's like, look, it went all the way down from here. Let's ignore the fact that That's the problem, uh, though,
2: because then, again – and I get it. People are only going to look at the good things, and that's human nature – and it's not even just Trump, but the problem is then it's really just showing like, okay, he's only going to talk about the positive things and nothing bad. And it's, it, it just looked bad, in, in my opinion, because it's just not what President should be that deep in the weeds, and you shouldn't be basing the economy off of a stock market that has you know, 30 stocks in it is not the overall best picture of looking at the overall health of the economy in any any sense, really.
0: Uh, Michael, I know you also don't have a business degree, so I'm not yeah, going to ask you to bring some pie charts up. No money the in audience. the market either. It's... But uh, so, you know, you sort of hear that things aren't going well and the president is nowhere to be found. <laughs> uh, what what does that say to you?
1: I mean, I've been under the same thing where, you know, I, I knew it, that at some point it was going to go down because, like we said, I it has been overinflated. And it's just you see day after day, and I check it day after day because you know the money is in, in the market, and you're like, oh wow, another mm-hmm. 200. Oh my goodness, 250. Oh hey, a bad day, 125. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is at some point it's going to come down, and you were just hoping that it would be up enough before it came back down, which I'm glad it was over 26. And again, bounce back today was great. I think that I'm not. I wasn't surprised. I knew it was going to come. Now, did I think it would be? Was it a 4.8 percent? I think drop roughly. You know, 1100. I didn't expect that. It definitely hurt. But after the six sixty six, yeah,
2: <laughs> on Friday, yeah, you know, that's uh, a big that's a big uh, loss. For the Michael is uh,
0: yeah. as a as a good church going boy. Does that number six sixty six? Does that ring any bells? Is that <laughs> ooh, did you find ooh. that anywhere? I think it was mm-hmm. a
1: roundup. Well, I don't think it was exactly 666. No, I, no, It was it was, it was well, a roundup, oh, but it was six sixty five point seven. Okay, oh. no, 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 was no, no, you no, round no, up? no, no, no. So no, no, I'm pretty no, sure no. I'm pretty
0: sure that that you know the number of the beast does not yeah. have you know there's fractions. no rounding. Yeah, no. So there's no there's
1: no we were close. Yeah,
0: we were close.
1: And that's like, oh, that's a warning. That's like we
0: didn't get there this time. But but uh, wait next time.
1: So I think, you know, I look at it moving forward of like, do I think it will continue to go like this? No, obviously, I I think it will level off a little bit. I think, you know, I'm a fan of the tax cuts. So I think that they will continue to increase the market as people and consumer confidence grows but i don't think we'll have the you know the year over year like we did in uh you know his first year yeah i think uh i,
0: I think that uh, it was a good year for some people you know yeah. it's uh, I, I don't know that they're necessarily in our income bracket but uh <laughs> maybe they are and if those people are watching or listening right now Thank you. Thank you for being with us. We we, wel- we welcome all comers here. Uh, so you said you're a, f- a fan of the tax cut. Uh, yeah. In general, you know, you know, since you weren't here on State of the Union night, mm-hmm. I thought I, I'd ask, how do you feel just on the whole, and look, there's things that you can pick, to pick and choose. How do you feel, it doesn't even have to be you personally, how do you feel like the majority of people that maybe you cross paths with? Do you find that it's kind of the same mix of people who do and don't like Trump as did and didn't like Obama? Or do you feel like it's it's skewed in one direction? I think and it, you living in Los Angeles could really skew. Yeah, this answer, oh,
1: for certain. And yeah. to give you a history, you know, I'm raised in Wisconsin. I spent most of my life in the Midwest. I lived in D.C. Uh, and live in L.A. So I think for the most part, it's for people who talk about it's so secretive for anyone because it's like, oh, even if something happens in support. You can't tweet about it. You can't put on Facebook because then you're labeled as that guy. Yeah, and so I think you can still have the conversations, um, and the conversations in circles that I have are are pro Trump, um, and and it's become more of a joke no matter what we do. Listen, listen. I just want you to know that this <laughs> is this is the best time ever. Um, and so I think it's it's still secretive outside of the circles. A- anyone that's casual that I talk with. It's still very much like you don't acknowledge the good and you don't want to come off as totally biased. So you don't acknowledge the bad, which is not good either. So you find yourself in this like, oh, it's 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 OK. It's OK. It's OK.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I've had this conversation with a number of people, mm-hmm. uh, but whatever uh, I, I think about anything, uh, if you if you look at my Facebook feed, you'd think that there's no news. You have you yeah. have no idea who the president mm-hmm. is. Uh, Although I guess I I, I guess I do sometimes uh, link to a show called the Trump Report, but in general, (laughs) I don't even post that on Facebook all the time. If I know what we're going to talk about, I'm like, I just don't want the headache. It could have been called the Hillary Report, but
1: he just happened to win.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't look. There, there was probably a graphic much like the one that's uh, behind us. If it was the the Hillary
2: Report, though, it would. Talking about the memos, I think it'd be a lot more boring. We would just be I mean, like,
0: in all honesty, I, think, I don't know what else. Would I think be, the Hillary report we'd
2: probably out. we would have yeah.
0: probably stopped doing because I'm saying I don't think it would have. Uh, it just would have been dull. Yeah. Although you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm sure they could have spruced it up. I'm Who knows? Sure. They would have found know? an impeachment just to do a callback. You know, let's see what kind of shenanigans Bill would be up to if mm-hmm. he was back in the White House. But <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and it's you know the it's it's. It, Somebody who even feels like the majority of their Facebook friends or Twitter followers yep. tend to agree with them, e- even if they still then put something – you're always going to get in a fight with somebody. Yep. There's, always, there's always like that one cousin you mm-hmm. forgot about yeah. or that person, you know, the, the person from high school that you don't talk to anymore and you don't know why you're friends with them mm-hmm. online. And you're just like, why? Why am I going to fight over this? I know. So to me, I do it's it on like, Twitter, and
2: I do it on Stop And they're <laughs> strangers. And the problem is, those fights yeah. can go on forever. There's no exactly. ending. Exactly, but they're, they're going for days. They
1: have more time to reply, no matter exactly. what it is or what it is.
0: They have more time, and they
2: will go on for days and days. And I'm like yep. thinking, okay, I just have to end this now. Yeah, just have to walk away. But
0: I alluded to it earlier, Michael. But uh, Scott really does uh, try to antagonize Mitch
2: McConnell I, I, I do antagonize, <laughs> and I do, and I do it on purpose. So I should. I, have you ever so. gotten
1: a reply? Ever gotten a like?
2: Not from from him, <laughs> but it, from his follow... You know, that's the thing. The people that, that will follow him or, or Donald Trump or Kellyanne or whatever, then yeah. I usually get those people riled up. And that's yep. sort of my point. So I should know, going into it, that I'm going to get people that want to...
0: Yeah, Fine. but it, in general, if it's like, wow, you know what? The just hypothetically, oh, the tax cut was great for my family, or oh, you yeah. know what he said in the State of the Union about how I was going to get four thousand more dollars this year? Yeah. I really did, and that meant a lot. Those are even those things. You are like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I should say that. Yeah, you exactly. You are yeah. like,
1: oh yeah, how are things good? Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, and then it's like. How about that Trump? And then it's like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, like just say that. Because you're just like, I, I mean, that's, it's like, Ugh. It's like, you know, you don't even want to talk, you don't want to talk to somebody who really likes him. Yep. You don't want to talk to somebody who hates nope. him. Nope. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's not a great conversation either, with him. It's like, so divisive. Yeah. And it's
1: just, it's you just try to stay out of it and just do as little as possible. Which is, again, why I just make the voice, because then everybody laughs at the voice. It's you know? true. Every, yeah, I mean, even. No, because am I making fun of him? Am I siding with him? Listen, I don't know. Me? I don't know what's going on.
0: Everybody, believe Everyone me. Loves the voice. Believe, believe me. me. Everybody me. loves the voice. Believe me.
1: I love watching the show. Tremendous. It's the best show ever. The Trump Report is tremendous. tremendous. The Trump uh, Report, tremendous, tremendous.
0: Uh, yeah. So, uh, please let us know uh, either in the chat or on Twitter at Trump Report ABTV uh, some of your thoughts on the president and also just what you are willing to say on social media and what you're not willing to say on social media we always uh appreciate that level of uh
1: feedback and it's gone so far you know to, to close it out of even polling i don't trust polling anymore because even if you're you never are even honest to a computer screen let alone honest to one of your friends of like this is actually how i feel polling hasn't been accurate in three years and we saw it obviously in the election and now you notice that everyone you're like oh, really, that was the poll? But even how much of that is... Act- how much are people even willing to admit to a questionnaire on their t- on their computer screen?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I don't think... I think the answer is uh, not not at all or, yeah. or not much.
2: No, no. But they at least try to factor that in. And, and, and if it's with polling companies that I feel or at least have the experience, I might be more likely to at least get a... Ge- you'll, you'll get a general idea... More than anything. And I I, I still believe... uh, Polling has always been a sort of an inaccurate science, but you have the statistics to back it up. And yes, I get a lot of people, especially last year, did not want to admit that they were voting for Trump. And that was a big issue. Um, But there's always... There's always going to be a little bit of that doubt that's tried to be factored in. It's also like who are the sample sizes, who are the people that you're talking to, mm-hmm. what are the ages, and and that's also an issue, too, because when you usually do a lot of these polls, you're talking to a lot of older people that have landlines when you're doing the phone calls, but a lot of younger people don't have landlines, so those people are out, which you know also you have to kind of put in because they tend to be more liberal or more mobile and might be from the big cities and more likely to vote Democratic, so you have kind of both sides to it, too, that happen with polling, and and, and so it's... It's a lot to factor in, but yeah, we did see a lot of issues last year, but I still think that a lot of the trusted ones are, are still... Right, yeah.
0: and you also have a lot of young people Positive who if their phone starts ringing, they don't oh. understand what that is, yeah. and they wouldn't yeah.
1: know. Do like, I do I know like, this number? What block. Block?
0: Mm-hmm. Or they're like, yeah, I don't know that number. And they're also like, well, what is this? Like, what is my phone doing? I, I, I only really use for it to texting. text. So, <laughs> or for apps or for uh, games. Before we uh, run out of time, uh, I wanted to get both of your thoughts on... There's the idea out there, there's been a lot written about it, this idea that uh, Trump will actually uh, speak in the, in the Mueller hearings mm-hmm. and what it would be like. We've sort of touched on it in the past, but uh, I'll ask you first, Michael. Do you think he's going to actually take the time to do this? And if so, what do you think it would be like?
1: I think it's going to be just like the memo where it could be built up and there's no way that there's going to be any risk whatsoever of anything bad or tremendously good and each party's going to claim success of oh but we got him to admit this oh but look he won because he went in front of like is this going to be the same back and forth there's going to i i see the sliver of risk in everything especially in terms of being the president and the presidency the sliver of risk is so small which means the sliver of reward is equally as small yeah,
0: I, I think that there's uh there's very little to be gained and exactly. uh you know lots lots to be lost. Uh Scott, I, I assume you hope that the president uh speaks, <laughs> but uh I do, do you think he will? Uh, and what would it what would we uh, realistically? I, let's I, let's not go to the uh to the dream journal what I hope I you yeah. know what I wish I saw, <laughs> you know, that he rides in in a unicorn or whatever. Ooh. What do you Tweet actually that think?
1: picture out later
2: I, Yes, exactly. Tweet that out later. I you know, I I think that his lawyers are going to do everything in their power not to do it. But there's two sides of it, though, because then if you have the drag-out fight of trying Mm -hmm. to force him to come in and maybe having a subpoena issued and it's dragged out, now it's back in the news again Mm -hmm. every single day. It's in the attention to everybody when you're getting close to the midterms. Uh, So that could be bad for him. But the lawyers may try to do everything in their power not to have him go because they know he's a propensity to exaggerate. Uh, regardless if you like him or not, he loves to exaggerate. He loves to (laughs) um, talk, and he loves to kind of talk and get off subject there. So there is a good chance that he would say something that could either perjure himself or add to more crimes for him or other things that he could slip up and say. So I actually think it's the opposite. I think the risk for him is far greater than the reward for actually going to talk to Mueller. But if it's dragged out long enough and becomes a bigger issue, it's going to be really bad for him as well because then it's going to be in the news again and it's going to be like, are they going to have to take it to the Supreme Court? Is that going to be a whole thing? Um, And how is that going to motivate people when it comes closer to the midterm? So it's not really a good situation for him at all, but I think they're going to do everything in their power to delay him meeting with Mueller at all costs as long as they can try to push it. Maybe they'll set up a date and then they'll be like, oh, now he's got to move this and try to push it for a while to hopefully you know, get as close as they can to... um, the elections and then they'll try to do what they can to protect to protect their client i mean that's what they're there for and they don't want him to slip up and say something that's going to make it worse for him in the long run
0: so you think they don't have faith in him under oath absolutely not (laughs) and and not saying something disastrous
2: exactly right
0: i know it's a surprise you'd think (laughs) that they would uh they would know their client uh
2: but i mean that but again that's going to be anybody that's not even just defending him i mean that's what a lawyer is going to do is protect their client and And in all possible, not have them say something that could put themselves in a risk. I mean, that's why you always say when you're, you know, arrested, you have a right to have a lawyer before you say it. It's the same thing because you don't want to say something that's going to put yourself in a situation to where you're either admitting to a crime, but you weren't, but you felt coerced to because the the people or the police are investigating you and asking you these questions and making you feel uncomfortable. It's the same thing with Mueller. I mean, they're trained to ask specific questions and to make people say things that maybe they wouldn't have said if uh, they had their lawyer with them or, you know. It's those type of things that they're they're going to be looking out for his best interest to make sure he doesn't do things like that.
0: Um, I know that uh, we are indeed out of time. I want to take one more minute and get each of your thoughts on something. Uh, President Trump uh, speaking about the State of the Union address was saying that the Democrats who did not <laughs> applaud <laughs> – uh, were treasonous. <laughs> now we have seen in every president, every State of the Union, mm-hmm. and so, you know this year it was r- literally right down the middle. Like it, it was you right straight split. You could really see the standing and the not standing. But you always get that, no matter who has this, the supermajority, whatever. Right. It's always like that. There's nothing new about that. Mm-hmm. Republicans sitting on their hands when sure. President Obama's but so uh, uh, he, uh, Trump sitting not clapping when Obama was right. making fun of him. Right, of course, exactly. At, at the after. Well, mentioned that's what is what it's in there. What did you think, Scott? Just a, a, quick, just a quick, quick, quick reaction line. and
2: then yeah. Uh if he wants Democrats to applaud him, he can resign and then he'll get a sta- he'll get a standing <laughs> he'll get a standing ovation. Not even just applause, he will get a standing ovation. So he wants that Resign, Donald, and you'll have it.
0: Scott Moore with the with the hey, mic drop. Oh, final, a final it, thought from Michael. It would Klaus. only
1: be <laughs> if they forced him to resign, not if he chose to resign. <laughs> oh no, he a, Anything he chooses to do on his own, they're not going to oh, support. No. <laughs> yeah, they're like, can you believe he resigned so <laughs> yeah, quickly? <none> this, <laughs> yeah. No, we're against this. He he thought of this. No, but, no, no. Uh,
0: I don't know. I feel like you know what? It's 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 very American to decide. Like I am not going to stand up and applaud that. It all got right.
1: tens of thousands of likes on Twitter that succeeded exactly what he wanted to do right and that's true it's it's like the the NFL
0: players kneeling, yep. which it, exactly. I don't think he actually has a problem with he has he a problem with no. he has a, a problem with NFL owners who didn't want him to own the Buffalo Bills. that's yep. what I think exactly but anyway You're right him. we are definitely out of time here but uh, thanks so much to everybody who uh, watched this evening or afternoon depending on when you watch it uh, mm-hmm. big thanks to Michael Klaus who uh, joined us for the first time hopefully we'll uh, see you again soon I'll be back as I mentioned you are a contributor to the tomorrow show with kevin undergaro yep. you can find that at tomorrowshow.com and of course the host of i could
1: never be at uh, that is at popcorn talk network yeah popcorn talk uh and itunes and that is only positive content so if you come here and you think oh, divisive no positive uplifting content I love that it's amazing. Uh,
0: and uh, Scott, where can people find you? Uh, you can
1: find me
2: on Twitter at sman80. That's sman80, and otherwise Hollywood mogul by day.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> <What's>
0: and <it? laughs> You can find me online at Christian DMZ, and uh, as I mentioned, I have my own podcast, The Black Cast. B L A D T C A S T. Check it I'm out. All over AfterBuzz mm-hmm. TV. You can see me most days out of the week. It feels like. Anyway, <laughs> thanks so much to everybody who joined us. Thanks to Anthony, aka at Tony B Dead d in the booth Mm -hmm. and we will see everybody next time here on the trump report